Hey, everybody, welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast played by two totally gamers, AJ Hart and Blake Ray. AJ, I have I have an issue with you. You have beef with me? I, I, I've, yes, I guess I do. You know what I, you and I run a video game design podcast, and you know what I realized? What? You and I don't play video games together, and that's a real problem. That's because, not my fault at so, all. So here's, here's the issue. Okay. I mean, here's the thing I need you to do. Okay. All right. I need you to shell out forty thousand dollars. What? I need you to save up forty thousand dollars and get into Warhammer forty k with me because it costs forty thousand dollars to get into. Everybody, I got into Warhammer this week, and it was. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You took me to the Warhammer store. Hey Blake, do you want to tell me how much money you spent to get started playing Warhammer? Keep in mind, you don't even have anyone to play with currently. Uh, like two hundred dollars. Two hundred fucking dollars, and it's just fancy HeroScape. It's just HeroScape. <laughs> Fuck you. There's more tactics. The lore is cooler. You have Space Marines. I don't. I, you have cards that have the rules to each of your units. You, you have units on a board that can only move hey, AJ, so many hey, spaces. AJ, AJ, AJ. It when, is just HeroScape. When did HeroScape come out? HeroScape came out in the year of 2010. Well, that's funny because Warhammer 40k has been been around for like 35 years. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes new things come up and they improve on the technology that was there before. You know what I mean? Like, Destiny 2 is better than Destiny 1. I haven't played either of them. That's okay. Um, Is the problem that we don't play video games together, me? The problem is you, because I've been out here being like, oh, you should come play this video game with me. Come play Destiny. It's free to play now. I mean, like, but... I come mean, play Monster Hunter. Yeah, but there's it's no, only $40. There's no story. <laughs> there's no story in Monster Hunter? Yeah. There's no story in Destiny? I mean, it, actually, Destiny has, like, a light little story, doesn't it? It has a lot of story to it. Oh, I didn't know that. A lot of it's online, but a lot of story is <laughs> there. Okay. And now you're asking me to shell out $200? Yeah, so you can paint minis with me and we can all hang out and we listen to, like, barbarian music. AJ, there are fucking space wolves. That's not video games. It's a game. It's a board game. Painting is not playing a game. Yeah, but you have to paint to get your pieces ready and it's really, it's fun. It's cool. <laughs> but, of course, this isn't what we do. We don't come onto this podcast just to attack each other, Blake Ray. I mean, it happens pretty regularly. <laughs> what we do here is we take video game submissions from online, either from Twitter, email, or the old Reddit. And we ye- develop... Ye old Reddit or a specific Reddit? It's ye old Reddit. We have to go into the... Uh, ye bo- old Reddit is the bar we go to, and like they have the big... <laughs> they have the big board up there, and like on one section, it's like... Ye old neck beards, and it's just a bunch of dudes at Ren Fair doing embarrassing things. And to access subreddits, you need to like go one floor below. Just <laughs> it's like once in a fall, tower. It's in a tower. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yes, we take your wonderful ideas from the internet and craft them into triple A video games or board games or movies or like literally anything. <laughs> All right, I got a video game submission All for right. you Tell from me. our lovely audience. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. This submission comes from Mott and the Infinite Sadness <laughs> at some stage dry. Mott suggests Shin Megami Tensai Digital Daryl Saga. Help Daryl kill God, or, you know, just hang out and play hacky sack. Okay, who is Daryl? Because Daryl sounds like uh, one of the cast members of King of the Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. AJ, we're onto something. We're onto something. We're onto something. Okay, I don't know if you guys know this, but in Japan, King of the Hill is fucking huge. Like, it has a huge cult following. I've heard that, and it never feels right. It, is it never ver- sounds like a it true fact. It is very true. They really, really dig it. AJ's going to fact check me. 
Is that true, though? It doesn't sound like a real thing. It is very true. It sounds like some bullshit that someone would make up on 4chan. (laughs) Check it out. You can nuke your iPhone. Uh, We should be allowed to post photos of whatever we want. We're not allowed on Reddit. (laughs) King of the Hill's popular in Japan. AJ, I'm going to pitch you a new game because you're obviously caught up. You're lost in the sauce on King of the Hill. I I lost the thread there. Sorry. A, A VR game where you live out your greatest phobias. So think... X Factor, not X Factor. Um, no, X Factor. No, no, no. Fear, fear Factor. Yeah, fear, fear Factor. Wait, wait. We combine the two, so it's like you have to go live on stage in front of a uh, in front of a big ass audience, and you have to deal with your fears live on stage, and you can get commentary. So what if we? Ha- it's like it's a twisted. It's a Black Mirror esque world where like you have to. You know, like that episode where like they had like the twisted performance show and yes, shit like that. Yes, it's yes, like yes. that, but it's your fears. Okay, so you're facing your fears live on TV yeah. in front of a panel of judges. Okay, who are our judges? Who are our judges for fear? Okay, I think... <laughs> I think the judges for fear, if I was to create a council of people that would judge how well I deal with fear, uh-huh. it would be Chris Angel Mind Freak. <laughs> is he even relevant anymore? <laughs> no, but he just is a scary man. <laughs> Something about the way that he can just make an elephant disappear and then barf up a dove. That's is, a level of talent that I'm uncomfortable is with. Is Chris Angel Mind Freak the one that made the uh, Statue of Liberty disappear? Uh, maybe. That, that he has that kind of power. That man is fucking crazy. Wait, doesn't he? You know what crazy thing I found out? What? He lives, if I remember correctly, lives at the, the top suite of the pyramid in Las Vegas. Yeah, because he walked up there. On Chris Angel Mind Freak, he walked up the side of it and he said, I live here now. It's my home. Oh, Jesus. This guy's and they badass. claimed it like a horrible, horrifying magic <laughs> conqueror. So the judges, so the judges of fear, I think, would be Chris Angel, Chris Mind, Angel Freak. Mind Freak, Howie Pen- Mandel, Penny, Pennywise the Clown, and Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> yeah, those are the three. I, I am very grateful that you did add an actual judge in there because Howie Mandel is very, very popular. Well, my thought is Howie Mandel is a germaphobe. Yeah. So he's constantly dealing with his fears at all times. Because <laughs> oh shit, can you so- imagine being on like? If you're a germaphobe mm. and you're like on a council of judges, yeah. and you have a crowd of people behind you that are just screaming at all times, yeah, just Howie Mandel's probably facing his greatest fears at all times, and then he has to watch people get covered in goo and like and camel shit and yeah. stuff like that. So those are the count. That's the council of cool. fear. Chris Angel Mind. Freak, Fuck, that's a good name. Howie Counts- Mandel. Uh-huh. Pennywise the clown. Oh, holy shit. Okay, I'm into that. So you you how does it know? What your fear is? Do you have to type it up at the beginning, or do you choose from a select list of shit? Well, Pennywise the clown can sense fear. Uh huh. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, like game. Chris Angel wise. Mind Freak harnesses fear and pukes up doves with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a game mechanic way. Like, how does do you have to fill out like a thing at the beginning of the game that says, "Hey, here's this list of twenty fears. Which ones do you hate?" I think that we do it with the same weird, uncanny technology as. Until Don did it, where we have an in-game psychologist that's like, oh, welcome. I'm here to diagnose you. Which do you think is more scary, rats or snakes? Okay. Blake, which is more scary, rats or snakes? Uh, Probably snakes. Mm, mm, Very good. I'm definitely not about to cover you in AR snakes. And then you go on stage in front of a million people. Okay, here, hold on. Hold on. How about this? How about this? How about this? Because I feel like in VR, it can be creepy, but there's definitely a sense of, you know you're not in danger. So I'm trying can to Can we think, make this a real show, though? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I think it would be really cool if this came in like a big cardboard collection set you can get from Best Buy or something. It has the VR kit in it, but also a bunch of little things that you can put on the person that's in VR that you're supposed to scare them with. Okay. So it has like a bunch of tools like, you know, there's a snake or something. You get like this little toy that's really slimy all the time that you can run across people's mouths and shit as like they're in the game crawling through a snake mound. So is this like an asymmetric... VR game. Yes. So one person is in the headset. Yeah. And then three of their friends get to play as Chris Angel, Pennywise. And oh my God. And they each have like different shit that they can do or different goals or something. Maybe they each have different goals. Oh, if shit. If you're playing as Howie Mandel, your goal is to just make your friend in the VR goggles as slimy and gross as possible. <laughs> if you're playing as Chris Angel, Mind Freak, your goal is to change all of the furniture in their home while they're in the VR goggles as much as possible. What? <laughs> no, I feel like you have to put on. No. You have to put stuff on them without them noticing. <laughs> so, like, they have to, like, it's like you you have to be secretive about it. And Pennywise, I don't know what the fuck Pennywise does. <laughs> I think your goal is Pennywise is just to, like, spook them as much as possible. So, like, the only one that's actually doing the spooky game is whoever's playing as Pennywise the Clown. Mm-hmm. And they're in control of, like, making the AR, VR... Okay, so so, Penny, or... so Pennywise is in charge of all the things to put on you. Howie Mandel is in charge of the environment, so he's like, you he spritzes you with water or has a, like a little bit of slime that he puts on your shoulder. Yeah, or one stuff person like that. is playing the game with you. Two of your friends are just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, let's let's talk about another game. Okay, I got a submission here from Erica is taking flight. Wonderful. At open at Open Sketchbook. A game trying to simulate the exact feeling of having to get up to pee at 3 a.m. while drunk and or sleeping medication. <laughs> so, okay. Because here's what I here's the thing. There have been plenty of video games that have been out there trying to elicit ex- exact feelings, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Last of Us was like, oh, we want you to know what it feels like to really punch a zombie in the face. Mm-hmm. We uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Brothers was like... Ah, we want you to know what it feels like to actually have a brother that you have to do adventures with. A Way Out was like, ah, I want you to experience what it's like to have a friend. Okay, so you're saying- I want a video game that gives me the exact real-world sensation of trying to take a pee-pee at 3 a.m. while I'm drunk as shit. Oh, you you know who we should contact for this? Who? Hideo Kojima. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's got a new pee-pee game coming out. Why don't we just pitch this as an add-on for his game? Cause they're gonna he's really into the fucking piss mechanic for some reason. <laughs> I, I want to think about I want to think about some uh, some adjectives that we can try to capture into a video game right now. Okay, um, um, I'm just crun- crunchy knee. Okay, crunchy knee, crunchy knee. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm getting my knee hit and it crunches. Like my knee crunches into a wall, man. Are you made of a plastic bottle? Why does your body crunch? <laughs> like uh, you can get an old dude. You've seen You're me when 22. I get out of. You see me when I get out of a fucking chair. You're, Twenty. I'm 23. Thank you. 23 <laughs> and your bones crack like you're fucking Mr. Glass. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Give me another submission because you fucking crunchy need this one. All right. So for the first time ever, we have actually gotten a trilogy submission. Um, this comes to us from Kyra the Spira on Twitter. Poly Armory, a dating sim where you date other suits of armor. So then, Polyarmory 2, the wearer must share the love imbued into the armor from Polyarmory 1, is infectious to its wearer, and unfortunate or fortunate happenstances join your fellow soldiers on the battlefield of love. 
Poly Armory 3, Total War. The armor has made its way to your world leaders, but oof, strife is in their relationships can cause strife for the world. Save the world by making the leaders of the world relationship a good one or suffer the death of humanity. So I the, 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 the sequels can use some work, but I think the core idea of Poly Armory 1 is fucking genius. I want to date suits of armor throughout history. Can I before you get too far in this? I think Polyamory One is an amazing game. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. I'm very interested in the idea of a game where you get to date suits of armor and you build like a little I straight up no people a small who do tactics that. game. Uh-huh. I think that's cool. Uh-huh. Polyamory Two. What they had people in them the whole time and they're in love with me too. Maybe. So like did, a perfect run of that how, wait, is like wait 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 how did you date some piece well of that's arm- what the, that's what the game was right no 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 no, no. armory two the wearer must share the love imbued into the armor from poly polyam armory one is infectious to its wearer see well the no, people no in no, the no no suits. no 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 you fall in love with the suit and then you get inside them no hold, hear me out this is what I'm gonna say and put a little spin on this okay. The suits were being worn by somebody. Uh-huh. The love energy between the player character in Polyamory 1 and poly and the suits in Polyamory 1 infected the hosts of the armor. So oh, once, it becomes like a once fucking... The, once the story wrapped on Polyamory 1, a really, really amazing game, the sequel came out and we revealed that, whoa, there were people in all of those suits of armor. And so in the sequel game... We had a really, really fun bender where, like, you had to maintain relationships with the old suits of armor because uh-huh. you were able to carry over your save and you obviously had a perfect run. <laughs> While at the same time, now the love energy has imbued into the old wearers and they could become, they can be brought into your fold. So I think that now there was eight total love interests, the four armor in the old one and then the four people in the new one. But then, the, then we got to polyamory three. And we had a little bit of a, of a shakeup in in the formula. We we scrapped the old love interests, and the armors got to the world leaders. Mm-hmm. And can you give me a quick little summary? Polyamory three, total war. The armor has made its way to your world leaders, but oof, strife in their relationships can stra- cause strife for the world. Save the world by making the leaders of the world relationship a good one, or suffer the death of humanity. Okay, what if? No, 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 no. Stick with me. I'm sticking with you. What if the armor had ulterior motives? Like they're truly the ones in control. We doki doki literary literary literature clubs this shit. So it starts off like this: There's a girl. She loves going to museums. She loves the armor section. She loves the sword section. She loves everything having to do with battle. So she has to. She one day finds out it's a night at the museum situation. All these armors come to life, and they all have personalities from their timelines. Yeah, why are you just giving me the story to Polyamory 1? Because it's gonna, gonna... Oh, is it coming back in Polyamory 3? It's gonna come back in Polyamory 3. Okay. So... Wait, I just want to make sure. We're building Polyamory 3, right? We're we're gonna build Polyamory 3. Okay, Polyamory 1 and 2 were fucking incredible games. We're doing No, 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 no. I I, I think I might want to change Polyamory 1 a little bit. Okay. So it starts off as just like you, you think... It's going to be a dating thing, and her whole goal is that she wants to help. She can only have one armor suit escape from the museum because, you know, once she steals one, they are going to go on lockdown. She wants to steal one of the armor sets to, you know, be her lover for the rest of life. I don't know. It's like you either have samurai armor, uh, medieval armor, or um, Egyptian armor, whatever. So, but you find out the one that escapes in the next game had ulterior motives why they wanted to get out. So now... They actually take over the girl when she wears it, and now they are using her to do their weird mission. So then the other arm, so that armor makes the other armor escape, and now their whole thing is that they want to go to the world leaders and take down this fucking world. 
there's just another there's just like she at the end of polyarmory one which is a dating simulator yes you figure out which armor you fall in love with and you want to help escape from the museum but the rest will have to stay there because you can only have one okay maybe there's multiple endings where you you escape with all of them or something like you manage to do it has to be like i want to carry over the save files like a bioware game okay so you let's say they steal the samurai armor so you take samurai armor with you in game two now game two i think by yeah, the what, end of- what the fuck are you building to? <laughs> We've been so lost in but, the sauce. If we're not doing but, a game where you spent two games building eight suits of armor to love, I want to know what the <laughs> fuck you built to. By polyarm, by the end of Polyarmory 2, you have an army of armors that are then going to go all to the world leaders of three. I just want to do a game that's horror. That's like about horror arm. It starts off as a love story and then it turns into a horror story because that I think that's what they were going for. Okay, it's like the world. Okay, could end okay. In if this that's situation. what you want, I yeah. want to roll back to my idea. Okay, four suits of armor in the first game. Uh huh. Four people in the suits in the second game. Mm-hmm. A total of eight people that were in love with you by the end of the second game. Okay, so wait, you are saying the per- people in the suits of armor in the second game are different from the. Suits of armor themselves. Okay, so you have two personalities operating. The no, same the bar- player is one person. AJ, I think we're lost on this game, and we should probably discuss another game. Pitch me a new game. All right. <laughs> this submission comes from Rafael C at R Contreras two thousand. Oh no. I know this picture. I know this picture. <laughs> this is a photo image that says, it's a photo of Sonic the Hedgehog. Baron, it's me, Sonic. Listen, you must convince your father that climate change is real. This sounds like one of those shitty like 90s scholastic games. You remember the army ones where you had to like shoot the letters to like, spell things? Like an edutainment game? Yeah, an edutainment game. This, this is, is a, absolutely this is straight a... up. The, wait, this is the game that killed Sega. This is the game that caused the Sega Genesis to go down. Do you, you know, want to go back in time and we're release going, this? We're going Sega... back in time into the late nineties <laughs> to release a Sonu. Son, sorry, I was going to say Sonic you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> a Sonic. Wait, no, in the time machine. <laughs> what? It, there's that one guy that made Sonic you. Is he in the time machine now? He came back in the time machine with us. <laughs> okay, and so... now he's. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Wait, Sonic you's a thing? Yeah. Well, you've never heard of Sonichu? Sonichu is a really bad comic book created by, um... Oh, there's a great documentary. What the fuck am I looking at? Sonichu is created... Is this a fake Sonic-based Pikachu? Why was I able to find a Wikipedia article for Sonichu? All right, so Sonichu, for those who don't know, and I don't know why AJ doesn't know, being that you love memes... Um, Sonic 2 is created by Kristen Weston Chandler, and he made really, really bad comic book series. I that, can tell. That slowly became less about Sonic 2, his weird Pikachu Sonic amalgamation, and turned into like him making comic books about his normal day to day life. And like he would draw very pornographic images of him having relations with his friends, and they all cut ties with him. And it was, re- it, it was understandably fucked up this guy's really fucked up and he got in the time machine with us and he's gonna help take down sega now or he's not gonna help concern. we have to we have to stop canonically you and i have to go back in time to stop christian weston chandler to save sega i have a problem <laughs> yes i didn't you were telling me this now yeah 1996 1996 right now when yeah. we are yeah 
I didn't know that he did this. He got back in the time machine. I don't know why you're making a big deal about Sonichu. It's always been Sonichu. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? It's always been Sonichu. No, Sonichu. You don't understand. Sonichu doesn't exist. It's a. It's an amalgamation of a, of a, of a distraught mind. What? No, dude. Look, I can even show you the submission that I have from Raphael. It's a drawing of Sonichu. And it says, Baron, it's me, Sonichu. Listen, you must convince your father that climate change is real. Oh, my God. Blake, it's always been Sonichu. Oh, my God. Blake, it's always been Sonichu. So I think that this is a video game. It's an edgy. <laughs> it's an edutainment video okay, game. About Sega's. Um, about Sega's Sonichu. Sega's Sonichu. And we're going to make the game that saved Sega or the one that. that... I still want to end Sega and I want to end Sonichu's life. <laughs> Wait, I thought you loved Sonichu. He's been, he's, you know, remember his classic lines like electric chili dogs and. (laughs) (laughs) This bit's stupid. No, no, no. (laughs) I love this. Okay, so what? I'm a little bit familiar with Christian Weston Chandler, so I can tell you some of the things that we have to make a game about. Yeah, let's do. It's a game Let's about do Christian a Sonichu based edutainment wait. game where you are trying to use Sonichu to talk about climate change. I am super into this, but here's my only thing that needs to happen. All of the branding, all of the advertisements, all of the box covers have Sonichu on it. Sonichu is nowhere to be seen in this game. It's just Christian Weston Chandler. <laughs> and the game is done and his really bad comic book art. So let me get this straight. This dude just like made he? Sonichu a fur... Sonichu was his furry con- persona. It- well, I don't know about that. But- and he used that to bang his friends in mm-hmm. fiction? Okay, 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 okay. Here's the basic story. Son- uh, Christian Weston Chandler, he ended up creating this fake website for Sonichu in a competition that he ungraciously lost, and a lot of people kind of picked up on him after that. And his comics really boomed. Like, a lot of people started reading them, but to laugh at them. I'm scrolling through sonichu.com slash cwiki slash sonichu underscore character. Yeah. And I'm not even halfway through the thing, and I'm seeing sonichu being bent over by what I assume to be Amy. <laughs> Blake, this sucks. AJ, AJ, AJ. Um, Chris, Do you ever think about Christian the places w- that I'm brought Chris- on this podcast because of you? Well, okay, I want to explain why those images exist. <laughs> Christian Weston Chandler, huge homophobe, huge fucking asshole. Very, 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 very bad person. In okay. Um, so what people started doing is they started taking Sonichu and a bunch of his other creations and started making homoerotic art out of them just to piss him off because he's a fucktard. This is the most bizarre <laughs> shit. Dude, he, he, Chris, if any of you are interested in, in checking out a cool documentary on this, go to Frederick Knudsen uh, or Down the Rabbit Hole. Great documentary series that covers this guy. Fucking he's weird as shit, dude. I don't want to do a video he, game with no, this man. He, dude, you know what's even crazier? I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> can I pitch you a game? Please, please pitch me a I new was, video. I game. was not expecting. We'll see what the fuck I can splice <laughs> together of this rabbit hole exploration. <laughs> okay, I have a really fun one from uh, Mr. Gazer at Twitter. Uh, you play the accountant in a firm that insures kaiju attacks. The less you can pay out, the higher you score. So you are like the. Are you like a door-to-door salesman that's selling kaiju stuff? But kaiju are. Like, are, are you in the know while somebody else isn't? So, like, do you know about kaiju before they attack? And then you have to try and sell it. We'll go door-to-door selling kaiju. I love I think, the idea of, like, a person 
<laughs> I think you're a normal insurance person uh-huh. that is trying to feign innocence about kaiju attack, but the person on the phone knows that there's been a kaiju attack. Like they're very aware that Mothra broke their whole ass house. So why? So the insur- so they're calling the insurance person, and they're like. Hey, I had like a buck wild giant moth kill my house. And then you on the insurance and are like, I don't know if we cover moth insurance. Like, uh, have you considered contacting an exterminator? (laughs) Wait, but isn't that what you pay them for? Like you pay the insurance company to be. (laughs) Yeah, but the insurance company is always out to fuck the consumer. Oh, so are you the person on the line trying to fuck the people that are. You're the person on the line trying to fuck the consumer. (laughs) And so they're like, help, 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 help. A giant lizard shot a giant laser and destroyed my business uh, establishment. Uh, excuse me, sir. What uh, what colored uh, lizard was it? Was it a black or a white, a green? A... It, it was a giant red lizard. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. We don't cover red lizards on our uh, on our insurance bracket. Thank you. Exactly. It's, it's so, that energy. So what's the game? Are we, are, are you just... I think you can do a funny thing where it's like it's somewhat of a dating simulator in the memory aspects of it. Have you ever played Honey Pop? Yeah, it, it, it's you like have to a remember... visual novel but with trivia. Yeah, right? so like, you, you have, have to remember who called and you have to remember specific details that they were saying. So like when they go through and say, yeah, this lizard attacked me, this red lizard came through my house and attacked me or it stomped on me. And then you have to like remember those little details. Be oh, like, and you gotta be like, oh, is, this is Jeff, right? The one that was stepped on the lizard. Mm-hmm. The the big so, red one. So it's a memory game. Yes, it's like a trivia based game, and like people will continue to call back, and you need to one prove that you were listening to them on their previous calls, mm-hmm. and two shut them down again, and remember the lies that you told. Okay, what happens when you fuck up? You lose money, I'd imagine. Yes, you so lose you like, money when you fuck up. So, like, you... Like, if you end up messing up your lies, uh-huh. it will all come down on you, mm-hmm. and then you will have to pay out. Mm-hmm. But what's this? There's an 89-page PDF that comes with the video game. <laughs> you have to study it? If you fuck up on that, you're going to have to pay out. Oh, my God. Okay. If you say if you say that you don't cover insect insurance, well, actually, you do. Mm-hmm. You should cover Mothra. Yeah, but, but you, you don't, don't cover... But you don't cover moths. Mm. <laughs> like you cover you, insects, you, no, but no, no, just no, no, not no. moths. You, co- you cover flying monsters, but you don't cover insect flying monsters. Yeah, it's a, so bunch, like a bunch of weird, you have to remember memorize eighty nine pages of semantics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to fuck the consumer. So basically, the the city it starts off as a really peaceful day, and then you're you just open your insurance company, but you have very little money, so you can't really pay out everybody. Yeah. So you see on the news, oh shit. Hordes of kaiju's have invaded, like ten different kai. It's the end. It's the new gods, like the Godzilla. It's Godzilla King, King of, of Monsters? Monsters, where like five different kaiju are in one area. Yes, you need to remember. You need to know all the details about the kaiju. So maybe it, maybe it blends like research. Like you actually have to like look at details, or you have to watch the news, or you have to go see. Maybe you have to co- uh, sneak into a, a, a facility and get like hidden pictures on these things to know what they look like or know what abilities they have. That way, you can like insert clauses into your. <laughs> bullshit thing yes you can add clauses you can, you can add, add clauses. clauses and stipulations yeah. into your yeah. uh, agreements and then you are constantly called throughout the day from various people some people call back like one person calls at 10 in the morning um their husband died and they uh because he got squashed by um the green lizard 
they call it but in the this, morning. The but green then they lizard call was shooting water everywhere, so you could fuck them and say that you don't cover floods. <laughs> you don't have flood insurance. You don't. You don't. We don't cover water damage. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to do some lightning round stuff? I want to put a pin in this one. Actually. I do. I do really like this one. Let's put a pin in it. Let's do some lightning round ones. Yeah, I got one right here from uh, the loveliest Felix at Lovely Felix. This is an image that says a game like Viscera Cleanup Detail or Serial Cleaner, but you are this man, and it is an image of another posting on a telephone pole. I can. Oh. I can remove blood stains, oh. and it has a photo of a man looking at a carpet that's got some black stuff on it. It's probably blood, and then after it's gone, and his lips are red, and then underneath it it says, "Works best when fresh, so call immediately." A little tricky. My aunt taught me. Works for blood only. No other bodily juices or oils. I don't like anybody saying bodily juices. I'm waiting for your call. Can we? I wonder. I wonder what would happen if we called. You know, I was wondering about that on the Cornelius thing. Well, you told me that what you if, looked up the Cornelius thing, and we're gonna pretend that well, it's not a big publicity. No, 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 no. I'm wondering what would happen if we made a call to the blood person right now. Right now? Yeah. I'm wondering what would happen if I called them right now, and I want to see what we get. Let's do it. Okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. What the fuck happens if you call this number? I don't know. Like, I was curious about that with the Cornelius. I'm actually legitimately afraid of what you're going to do right now. Because, like, what the? F- what if this is a real guy? What if this is a real guy that wants to slurp up blood? I, I'm imagining it's not, but this is from Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm so tense. Is this just a? Is it a just loop? a loop? <laughs> I can remove. It's not a loop. <laughs> I think it's not a loop. No, no, no. It's an answering machine. It's an answering machine. I can remove. <laughs> hang up! Hang up! Hang up! Hang up! No, we're going to leave him at. Hello, this is Spiritual Successor Podcast. I have a huge mess of blood on my. Uh... Stop, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I have a huge mess of blood on my eight inch, no, on my eight foot uh, beanbag. Do you think you can help us out? Uh, give me a call back at. Uh... Uh, I was going to give him a real phone Don't number. Give just him now. the phone number. Don't tell him shit. <laughs> hang up, hang up, hang up. I was not expecting him to leave him. I'm so fucking uncomfortable, Blake. You've just. You've. You know, you know what? Look, look at this man. He's totally normal. He just does blood. He just licks up blood stains. Were you hearing the same way he was breathing as me? Like I'm, my hair standing up. Like, do man, you really, see this shit? Man, really- I'm <laughs> fucking. Yeah, ah. Are you like legit? Like, yes, weirded that's like out? legitimately fucking creepy. <laughs> like, like, this is how creepy pasta starts. I thought dude. you were doing a bit, but now like you actually no, look like you're really upset. No, this is beyond a bit. I'm like legitimately haunted. What? It's by cool. That. It's like a fucking like a person cleans up blood with their mouth. Maybe I don't know. Or <laughs> what if I get a message? I got to play it on the next podcast. Like, how fucking crazy would that be? You're gonna get fucking murdered. <laughs> Uh, speaking of murdered, this comes to us from Leonard, Leonard Spock on email, Octopus Assassin, a hitman that can fit through a hole the size of a quarter and his eight limbs with suction cups. Your items are limited by what you could actually fit along with you through the openings. So it's like it's like Octopus Dad, but you're an assassin. Maybe this is a, maybe this is a sequel to Octopus Dad. This is an, it's just Octo Dad. It's Octo Dad. Although I am like, interested in Octopus Father. <laughs> it's like a really cheap spinoff, Octopus well, Father. That's the sequel to Octo Dad. Oh, really? Octopus Father. 
I don't know if you're kidding me or not. I no, don't know this, the game that we're about to develop is Octopus Father. Okay. The business version. The serious edgy sequel so, to Octodad. So he's an assassin and re- you have to balance day-to-day life bullshit as a, as a dad, but then you also have to do your assassinations. So yes. like you well maybe this you have is to, the job that Octodad has. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he he is a he is a hitman type that has been paid to do these things. Yes, and he's maybe like him being a dad is kind of an undercover thing. That, like maybe, that's the cover. Maybe, maybe his wife is also an assassin. So we do like some Mister and Mrs. Smith shit. So like <laughs> may, so maybe like they actually oh god you know what'd be so cool. Like you, it's a two-player game. One person plays the wife. One person gets to play it like a normal ass hitman game, no, and no, the no, no, other no, no. person has to play it like Octodad. No, 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 no. You play a husband and wife duo assassination team that are both physics based. So you have to balance your life of managing your kids and then having to go out on hitman missions. Well, no, think about this. Think about this. There's an, you could do some amazing scenes where it's like there's the kids in the in the kitchen playing, and you are being invaded by. Um, assassination octopuses. Yes, yes, yes. And you this have to fight. Cool. You have to fight them before they disturb the kids. Like you have to fight them, but not alarm the kids. Yes, so, I'm in for this. I'm still adamant that Octo Dad plays like Octo Dad. The mom gets to play like Hitman. So are they just like? <laughs> so <laughs> this is like Fear meets Octo Dad. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I'm okay, really excited. I'm really into this because it's like you have a regular ass woman who's a hitman, yeah, a hitman, and then you have their husband who's an octopus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he says, <laughs> and he puts him puts him in a, in a rear naked chokehold with eight arms, and then the wife comes in and blows him, <laughs> just shoots him to death. Jesus Christ! Okay, give me. A, you want to give me a fast one? Yeah, I got another quick one. This comes okay. from this uh, comes from Angru, who death forgot. Angru suggests y'all have been tasked with making a dating sim visual novel arcade machine, and I want to combine that with a combination submission that we got from Deacon Tot. Okay, uh, at Devin. That's a shit ton of numbers, my man. <laughs> what about a Mortal Kombat visual novel? So I think it's a Mortal Kombat visual novel uh-huh. dating game uh-huh. that's still within an arcade cabinet. And if you screw up the dialogue trees, you get killed, you and get then fatality. you have to put in another quarter. Okay, AJ, who kisses the best in Mortal Kombat? It's a trick question. There's only one answer. It's the um, it's the dude with like the blade arms. That has like a huge ass mouth. I was gonna say Kitana because I think she's the lady with the big mouth. Yeah, like she that. she has the sharp ass mouth that I don't think she has lips either. <laughs> I like that we thought of who would kiss good in Mortal Kombat. Nope, Kitana's a normal girl. That's boring. Who's the girl with the cool mouth? The anyway, sharp, I like that we mouth. I like that we both thought like people uh, who with would, bad mouths, people with sexy mouths <laughs> that look like they could just don't, take in your whole jaw. Don't ever say sexy mouths ever again. Chomp. Gives a whole new gives a whole new meaning to snack. Look what? at that snack. I'm going to eat their face. So yeah, if you you play through a visual novel in Mortal Kombat, but if you screw up any dialogue line, you're going to get eaten. Uh-huh. To death. Oh, okay. I'm into that. Okay. Quite, <laughs> oh, quite question. Oh? Yeah, Mortal Kombat, dude. Oh, you're uh-huh. into that. Well, yeah. You know what's even weirder? What? If you're playing it in an arcade setting, you're everybody's going to see who you choose, and you can make a really weird deal out of that. Because there could be one character is like, uh, you chose them for weird reasons. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to know exactly who you're into when you play this cabinet. <laughs> it has such a big screen. So people can watch. Dude, I don't like the idea of people watching other people play a visual novel. Because like, there's, <laughs> there's a weird sense of intimacy with that. <laughs> 
like I just don't want people to know me in that way that my computer waifus do. <laughs> you don't want people to know who you chose in Honeypot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. Actually, I, li- I like the nerdy girl with the blue hair. So this submission <laughs> comes from, I got another lightning round. This comes from, this is a weird situation. This one wasn't submitted to us, but it oh, was then submitted to us by a friend. Yep. Or by a follower. This submission is from Gazer at Mr. Underscore Gazer, yep. who submitted another idea from Mike Midgel at It's Midgel Time, mm-hmm. an MMORPG where everyone on a server remotely controls a cell, Osmosis Jones style, in the body of a gladiator that is fighting against a gladiator controlled by another server. I love that idea. I love so... the caveat of Osmosis Jones style uh-huh. because... This means that it's like a. I want it to be like a Grand Theft Auto. I was thinking the exact same style thing. MMO. It's like a contained world, like GTA of GTA Five. But in yes. that world, all of these little things can happen. But my question is, is how does that affect the gladiator? So, like, are there going to be like AI that are going to be like, oh, we need to go blow up his his bowels so he shits himself during a match or something? I think that and everybody need to prevent that from happening. There, there's daily things that need to be happening, right? Uh-huh, like, you uh-huh. need a general like group of people that are doing enough like urinary track missions so mm-hmm. that you can keep that gauge up. <laughs> but then you also need like maybe you'll have maybe your server's having a really good day and you're like, oh. What's like the powerhouse of a human body? The heart, I guess. The pow- or the brain. The brain? <laughs> yeah, maybe the brain, I guess. <laughs> anyway, you're up in the brain and you're like, I want to punch this guy. We're going to give this guy such a good punch. We need to overdo. Overdo the adrenaline. On the, and, on the, and... on the adrenaline mission. Yeah, yeah so you like, don't feel the pain as you're ch- ch- tearing through five dudes. Yeah, so there's server heads. There's like a council of server heads. <laughs> And they're the ones that are going to be like, hey, team, I want you guys to be focusing on adrenaline today. Okay. We really need to what whoop is, the piss out of this I team. feel like you can either do one of two things. Like, I feel like it can either become really monotonous. Like, Oh, it's it, going to be monotonous. Well, I mean, like, it depends. People will be building bots I, to do the uh, the I, urinary track I feel I missions. feel that it should be, it's a big open world that you control Osmosis Jones in. So... You have um, the person that you go to your for your missions. Who's the person that gives you the missions? It is depends. It like, Who are you reporting to today? Say you're say you're like let's just go with Osmosis Jones. Say you're part of the sheriff department. So you need to go and just and stop bad things before they happen. So like you are going to the P track, make sure all the workers are doing their thing. Or maybe it can even be like a gamer situation where you can be like, I want to be just a regular person or I want to be a fighter. I think it's that you you get to do... There are different classes. So like you can be a worker. There's jobs. Yeah. And there will be a lot of people... I want it to have sort of like an EVE Online thing. Uh People will play and they'll just be like, ah... I just do. I just help circulate blood in this game. I'm mm-hmm. I'm one of those players that brings all the white blood cells to the wounds mm-hmm. when they happen. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my whole job in this game. And that's like that. That the the mini game for that is like time stuff. So you need to get your package delivered. You're a taxi driver. Yes, you're a taxi driver that takes the white blood crazy, cells. Back. It's crazy taxi for the white blood cell drivers. It is like. A, for the people who are making like systems function, like going from point A to point B, is a puzzler. So like it's like tech yeah, it also, from Yeah, all the different jobs have different little like, like mini different, games. Yeah, and then the then the uh, the fun one, to, not the fun one, but like the the biggest one to play is the sheriff, where you're going around. You have to actually like fight people. Yes. But in the middle of all this stuff is happening. The, there's crazy taxis running around. Yes, like, yes, all yes. Exist there in are people world. that are playing as like the tra- the people that take everybody places, yep, and then yep, there yep. are people that are playing as the blood, the white blood cells that actually have to fight the infections. Yep, 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 yep. So it's like just a bunch of each one. Oh, that's really fucking cool. That game would okay, be cool. Okay, okay. I got. I'm gonna pitch you one more game. Seriously, uh, Leonard Spock, thank you so much for donating some ideas this week. You like pitched us like a 
Butch. A game where you control a crow that works for the mob in New York. Just a bird with no powers, but you can move things a crow could move. Mess with wiring, get into small spaces, spy, and poison people. <laughs> you are You're the world's greatest crow. You're the world's greatest crow, and you wear a little boulder hat like a bad guy. <laughs> That's the like the only special thing. Yeah, that's how uh, you can pick that crow out from the crowd. <laughs> so w- I want to know what's the first hit mission this crow has put on? Because what can a crow do? I think he needs to attack somebody. The first thing a crow can kill is a cat, I think. Oh, they have to. Ki- oh, no. So they get all the missions that aren't you need like. To keep in mind, it, it's oh, no. your job as the crow. You're not doing a murder. Uh-huh. You're just like. Your job as the crow is to like inconvenience inconvenience the people. <laughs> so you kill the cat of a rival mob man. Oh, uh, so he's depressed. For the and next now he's week. depressed, and he's going to be caught out. And then, uh oh, the boss is going to kill him. <laughs> so you're like you're you're the scout for the mafia, basically. Yes. You run all like the little missions that prep things for bigger missions. Yes, but I also <laughs> love the idea of this crow coming in because, like, on one hand, he is just a scout and he's like a tool for the mob. Yeah. On the other hand, he's the most effective tool at the mob. Yeah. And I really like the idea that there'd be these cutscenes where, like, there's a bunch of mafioso around a big table, and then at one of the chairs is just a crow <laughs> with a hat with a cigarette, <laughs> <laughs> a cigarette and a shot of bourbon that he just like pecks at. Yes, and I think that the, this gameplay is like. <laughs> this game would play mechanically similar to what Anthem was. Like it has that level of like flying, like those three stages of flying, but yeah. it's a crow. You can walk, which is more of like a hop everywhere. You can fly or you can hover. Okay, I know he said it's just a normal crow, but I think one thing that It we... isn't is the crow part robot? No, no, no. Okay. No. I think the crow should be it's smarter than every other crow. Smarter than an average and, crow. And then it can lead other birds. So it can like <laughs> it starts off as a game where you're just controlling this one crow. And as the game goes on, you, you can have indoctrinate of, other crows. Yeah, you, you can indoctrinate you a murder. No, 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 no. You don't like the gang mechanic in Assassin's Creed, the uh, the British one where you can like have your own gang. Yes, it's you can that. have other crows. So you can have you? crows doing and they're, you can have other crows and pigeons doing and they're all specialists. Like each bird is a different specialist. There's a full uh, there are three crow upgrade paths. There's yeah. the murder upgrade path, oh, which is shit. the cr- upgrade path that would allow you to have more crows with you. Uh-huh. It's not murder like death, it's murder like your pack. <laughs> and like, oh, you're now you can order more crows. Or you can like have the crows do more complicated okay. tasks. Okay, and then the other one is um, the saboteur. Yeah, which the saboteur, is like, which is like a guerrilla warfare crow. That's and then the there's... one that's going to be like, oh, now you can like peck through the yeah. right wiring. Now you can mess with these things. Now you can like mimic voices better. Gee, what if there's a and sl- then there's going to be a third path, which is like the the physicality path, and uh-huh. that's like increasing your flight speed. That's increasing how your long you can fly your, your... and your peckability. See, I love. The... Okay, okay, okay. You know, taking a little note from that wonderful game you played, Yakuza, where you have to do different fights to level up different fighting abilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What if, like, to level up in those three different tiers, you actually had to go do specific style missions or things? So, like, let's take the um, the Murder of Crows thing. You have to do a lot of things that involve saving crows from other places. Like, you know, like, the, have you ever seen the thing where they just throw a net and catch, like, a, like a yes. hunter pigeon? You have to save them from there. But to level up your... Um, flying and pecking ability and stuff, you have to do flight challenges and you have to enter an underground crow fighting rink. So it's like crow racing rink. (laughs) No, it's like, no, they have to be like, it's in the basement of some bar and it's just a bunch of crows that are fighting each other. 
Because I think the idea of like a police officer like, hey, we're hearing fighting going on down here. And then you just see a bunch of crows look up at him. Like some of them have dollar bills in their mouths. Like some of them are taking shots with like earthworms in it. Oh, the other crows are the ones that are making bets. Yeah. <gasps> and you have to enter. Like Sherlock Holmes, that scene where he's like in the fighting rink. You're that, but you're a crow. Yes. Uh, best, actually, the best example of this, do you remember, you didn't watch Too Much Samurai Jack, did you? Nope. There's one episode where he got, he pissed off a guy, uh, a wizard at a ramen shop, and got turned into a chicken. So the whole episode, he's just spending his, he has to fight in an underground, like, chicken fighting robots thing. Holy shit. So, so it's a crow. <laughs> I love this game. I think this game... I think, I think this, this might the be the nug. Yeah. yeah, this is it. Okay, let's let's keep moving. Let's keep going through these lightning rounds. We'll come back to this one. I want to do three more lightning rounds before we come back, okay? This is again from Erica. Thank you so much, Erica. God, you're wonderful. We love you. At Open Sketchbook. Hitman, but you do pranks instead of murders. Twist on that. You actually still do murders as well. So it's like an overly complicated game where you're like sandboxing and trying mm. to get people to go places. And they're like, kapla, I got to... Got a pie in your face. Ha ah, that sucks uh-huh. for you. And the guy's like, oh, man. Or. And then plot twist, the pie was poisoned. It's filled with, like, acid. Shit. Filled with acid So it's poison. like, you are a hitman that specializes in prank killing. Everybody has their own specific murder tools, but yours is everything in Carrot Top's bag. <laughs> and it, it takes place in the... <laughs> you're Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top. You play as Carrot Top, and you're out there doing murders. Yeah. And <laughs> you have to do gags to but kill instead people. Instead of like, having briefcases filled with guns and like a briefcase filled with a sniper rifle, you pull it out, and it's a briefcase filled with an oversized pencil. <laughs> and you just have to... You have to, like... The opening of the game is them going to like the top of a building and pulling the pencil out of their bag, and they're just looking over the edge like... Just like angling it just right, and then they drop the pen- <laughs> they drop the pencil, and it just pierces a fucking dude's head. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. This also comes to us on email from Leonard Spock. Uh, a Rube Goldberg game that uses the physics of astronomic objects like magnetars, black holes, and pulsars to accomplish a goal set by the game, like force two suns into a binary orbit or obliterate life on a planet. So you have control over the galaxy, and you have to like have them interact with things in a certain way. So like anytime anything gets close to a, gra- uh, a planet, you know they'll start spinning with gravity. So you can use that to be your momentum okay, battery. I have a weird thing. Okay, This feels like it would be like the most charming mobile game. Like on really? your phone, like a mobile puzzler, like really? like those cut those ropes games yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry Birds. Like it would just have a bunch of different puzzles with a bunch of different goals and it would just be like a physics based like puzzle goaler. Oh, I like that. That's really cute. Okay. This comes from Kyra the Spira at Kyra the Spira. Madden and NBA style games, but instead of pro sports teams, the teams are rosters from different shonen anime and manga. Oh, shit. So we take it like because I love Warhammer now. We take it like... Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> a you, tabletop game? No, 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 no. Have you ever seen... They basically made a football version of the Warhammer universe called Blood Bowl. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember Blood Bowl. <laughs> you do Blood Bowl. That was a Warhammer game? Yeah. Those are the characters from Warhammer. Whoa. Yeah, dude. The orcs are fucking great. So we do something like this. So it's like you have a turn-based sort of system of anime characters yes. that are playing instead of... What are, what are some famous games from anime? So like... Like a like a well, you like, want like a what's, good anime what's game? Like, what's Naruto's baseball? Is what I'm saying. Do they do like? Any I think sp- they just have baseball. <laughs> I don't think they ever played sports because like everything just revolved around being they had a, a ninja lot and bigger being issues. <laughs> yeah, like people invading and shit. What's an what's like a sport for anime? 
like a sports anime? Yeah, like a sport anime. I think they, like... Or like an, a sport that's just in an anime. Because, yeah. like, there's basketball anime. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, a sport that's unique to anime that was only achieved in an anime series. Kaijo. What's Kaijo? That's the one with the girls that slap each other with their butts and their boobs. Oh, God. Okay, I thought you were going to go with that cool one where it's, like, <laughs> it's bento fight, or people, depending on what That's bento- not a sport. That's just people beating the <laughs> shit out of each other for bento boxes. Wait, now hear me out. Okay. What if we take that kaijo anime where it was just girls beating each other up with their boobs and their butts, except it's just a bunch of anime characters like Naruto and Ichigo. People who... Hold on one second. Like people who don't have butts? Like people that don't... Like we take that horrible, that very, very, very fan servicey show. God, that just sucked. And just make it with real anime characters. They have they're forced to play this sport, but they are not built for it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So they need to co- <laughs> they need to improvise. This I want to see Naruto make a bunch of shadow no, clones no, 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 and slap somebody with a mazillion no, butt. No, Naruto's not a good example because he can do sex because he's YouTube. gonna. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he can turn into the 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 kaijo. Yes. Okay, kaijo. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. He's like he's prime when he goes sexy juice. It's prime kaijo. It's material. just kaijo at yeah, that point, yeah, isn't yeah. it? But you have, you have like Luffy inflating himself to be inflated <laughs> butt bounce. I can picture Luffy doing that, just like <laughs> I need a bigger butt now, and then just inflates his own ass. <laughs> Luffy would kill at this game, actually. God, he'd be so good. <laughs> okay, right, let's, let's go, go back, back to the nug. Let's go back to. Hey, are we going back to? The crow game? I want to do the crow game. Or are we going back to the other game? Which I forgot, so you know what? Fuck it. We're not doing it. It's the crow game now. (laughs) Don't say you forgot. That's insulting to the the audience. It's more insulting to us making memorable comedy. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Fuck you, me from 20 minutes ago. Your jokes weren't good enough. Okay, so we we discussed how you do the physical thing. We discussed how you saved the... um, How you amass your gang of birds. your murder. Uh, it's God. a murder. God, that's such a cool fucking name. <laughs> now, how do we increase the guerrilla warfare bird? I think that you increase the guerrilla warfare bird. I think by style. planting bombs. I think by planting. Bro- I think that that one's probably the most complicated to upgrade. Actually, ooh, I partially because of bombs, but I think that also like maybe that one more than the other two is locked to story progression. Interesting. Okay. Because you would need to progress the story to unlock some stuff, and then like the upgrade path for it would be like easier puzzles. Uh-huh. Like maybe you're a lot better at lock picking. I have I have a good idea for you. Okay. So the gorilla the the primary reason why you were hired as a crow for the mafia is to spy on people. And that's kind of part of guerrilla warfare. You know, you you watch yeah, yeah, and yeah, get yeah. in. So you have a camera strapped to your back, so you have to do all these sneak missions of crows. Um, where you have to like go get footage of other mafias doing bad things so they can use that as dirt. So then, but during those missions, you might run into opposing. Oh my God! Hold on, AJ. I have the perfect fucking. A crows, idea. A, a, no, 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 no. Our mafia is headed by crows. The other mafia is headed by pigeons, and the other mafia is headed by doves. I think it's important. So that you have like they're not headed by. Uh-huh. You are employed by. You are okay. So that the this mafia employs There's a crows. Real mafioso yeah, 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 boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're working for the Godfather. Yeah, you're his right hand crow. Like you are. You are the mafioso of the crow world. Yeah. So then you have like opposing gangs where one's the doves, like the white doves, which is just like an all female yes, yes, gang yes. who just like has really badass claws and shit. Hell yeah. And then you have like the pigeons who are, I don't know, like the everyday. They're, they're like way the, faster. They're, they're like the unions that got like. Uh, the, they're the uh, workers union. They're the workers union. Well, actually, wasn't that the mob? 
Uh-huh. Does the mob kind of stem from that? I don't know. We've okay. been over this before. <laughs> we don't know shit about history. <laughs> okay, so you have to go through this. What does this game build to? Like, what is the final level? And if we do that, I would feel comfortable going to patch notes. I think that the end of the game... Oh, okay, so it works kind of like, like the Assassin's Creed games where, like, there's a like you, we have these other factions that are out there that all have different control over different parts of the the city, uh-huh. and so you have to go through and like weaken areas, uh-huh. and then once an area is sufficiently weakened, uh-huh. you can initiate like a raid on that zone, and just it's and covered like there in will crows. be like a real no 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 there will be like a real like warfare scene that happens there oh you can then run around and help fights there but depending on how weakened that zone is like let's say that like you've managed to get a lot of their cars out of working order Uh you've managed to make their leader really depressed Uh you and you've managed canceled some of their weapon shipments so not everybody's armed with a gun yeah but some of them but most of them have bars and and they're like that and then when you initiate the raid by Uh telling the mafia boss that that it's ready yeah this rts thing will happen it will be this ai driven battle sequence that you can kind of help with but not super i i and disagree the- i think i think it will be ai like this whole like these two massive gangs will come towards each other yes and depending on how you did affects like what they bring to the table but then over the gang begins an aerial battle of pigeons versus crows so you can either take place in the fight which is like a dog fighting sort of thing where you are taking out pigeons above. Yes, there's a dogfighting thing. Or you can fly down and be like, oh, you see one of the opposing gang members drawing his gun. You come by and you snatch it out of his hand. Yes. And then you can use that to throw it at another game. I like that the most. I think that the more difficult zones Uh have birds that will stop you, and that's when the dogfighting comes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. For like the early levels, you're just like getting the hang of it. It's like, oh, you Mm. can interfere with the people that might have guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you're... And, and like, then you can use them to you can pick it up to throw it at people so that because I feel that's yes. satisfying because that allows that's you upgr- to take out that's people. an upgrade on the technical track. Oh, like the more you can carry, the more you well, the, you can the, you have the to more do grip, the, the you have more to upgrade the technical route because then your bird would be smart enough to know that you can give a gun to an Ooh, ally. Ooh, that's so fucking cool! And you know what? A little piece of resistance. What's up? Your your mob boss runs a tailor shop as a as a background thing. And you can go to the mob boss to get custom hats for yes, your crow. Yes, you can, you can unlock more hats. You can unlock more beautiful hats for your crow. <laughs> yes, you can unlock more hats. I really like the and like what I really like about the raid system this way though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the fact that it doesn't have to be at zero percent control in the area. Like yeah. whenever you feel comfortable doing the raid for this zone, yeah, you can do the raid for that zone. You can just make it easier by continuing to do more missions in that mm-hmm. zone. And the game's probably not over until. Either one, Total the control. really, really good mafia storyline that we're going to create about the mafia's like leadership and drama and like revenge <laughs> AJ, for AJ, their the last, son. The last scene is the mafioso human dying because he got shot. But, but and he looks at the crow. He looks at the crow, but he's holding the crow. It's like the opposite, where the crow is holding him, and he's just like, "Go on, my son, lead." <laughs> and the final shot is this crow sitting on the mafioso chair with all of his birds and I think mafia the, around him. The central storyline is that your mafioso's boss, the, his son, was killed in a horrible oh, mo- mob shit. crime, oh, holy and then shit. your mob is taking over the whole city. And in the final cutscene, the mob boss dies, and he's holding the crow, and he's like, "You." Are my son now, <laughs> and then the bird gets it, like bequeathed to the whole mafia. 
the crow sheds one tear <laughs> and does the, like a really sad. <laughs> what is the name of this game? I think I want to go with either something wacky or like I think the the obvious one is Murder of Crows, but like I say I'd say Uptown Crow would be fun or like Mafia Crow or the 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 Crow Mafia. I want to try something a little bit wackier because I know like our last game was like not really all that funny. Yeah, and I want to I want to try a good I want to try a good wacky name because fuck it's a crow we working need for a the wacky mob game for it's the a crow, crow working for yeah. the mob you know. Is it just called Murder for the Mob? <laughs> Maybe it's Murder for the Mob, <laughs> but it has a crow like it's <laughs> it's Murder for the Mob but in like a really nice looking font. <laughs> It sounds like a pamphlet. Murder for the mob yes. today. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, murder for the mob. I murder lo- for I the mob. I fucking love that. Okay. <laughs> we shall black out the skies with murder. <laughs> All right, are we ready to go to Patch Notes? Yeah, I'm ready to go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Um, we have a wonderful little announcement. AJ and I are working on doing some new video content that we're going to be launching next week yeah, on next Monday. Week. Um, it's a little surprise. We'll talk about it more on the podcast, but a little hint. The next podcast. The next podcast. It's going to be very fan-centric. It will be fan-centric. If you've been giving us submissions, you're going to want to check this one out. Awesome. All right. So, and if you guys want to be featured on one of the, our next episodes, make sure to give us a submission at Twitter, spiritual suck with two C's, uh, email spiritual successor podcast at gmail.com, or you can just go post on the cool games in Reddit if that's convenient. And another thing that would be a huge help to all of us over here is if you guys would be willing to share this podcast with a friend. All of our growth so far has been just through you guys sharing it to other people, saying, knowing people that might be willing to check it out. And doing that more often just helps us keep going. And yeah, it means guys, a whole lot to us. Yeah, your guys' word of mouth has been crazy. Like, we've grown, like, in the past month alone, just like we nearly tripled our numbers. Yeah. Just because of you guys. So we're we're very grateful. But we want to we still want to continue growing and Hopefully makes more people laugh, you know? And let's... All right. And one uh, one more thing. If you guys could leave us a rating or a review on your podcast platform of choice, it would greatly help us out. Um, we actually, for one hour last Tuesday morning, we were number 1,010 on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, on Apple Comedy Podcasts. So if you guys could give us a help, we'd greatly appreciate it. And then, of course, if you guys want to see some of the beautiful art Blake does every Thursday, you can okay. come check it out on Twitter at Spiritual Suck with two C's or on the old Cool Games Inc. Reddit. The art he does every single time blows me away and makes me chuckle <laughs> so much. Except and, the last one. The last one was a lot spooky. Yeah, the last one was a little spooky, spooky. But that was my <laughs> fault because I was imagining. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to tell. Every I t- time we <laughs> talked about it on the podcast, we said uh, Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel. And in my head, I was thinking carousel, carousel, carousel. AJ didn't know what a carousel was. I mean, I know what it is. No, he didn't know what a Ferris wheel was because he thought it was a carousel. I had them mixed up in my head. It's a carousel, just vertical, I guess. So when we were imagining (laughs) it, I was imagining a a carousel and he was imagining a Ferris wheel. So it came out a lot spookier than we had thought. (laughs) Last but not least, the intro and outro song that we use is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song for an excellent game from an excellent album. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm AJ Hart. And I'm Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor. And as always, these are cool games that should not be made. Should not be made.